0: Tonight on Twilight Tonic, I am talking to Howie and Kat from Rift, and I want to welcome you guys, and thank you so much for your time being on the Paranormal Podcast, Twilight Tonic. How are you guys? Good. Thank you for having
1: us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Doing really well. Thank you for asking.
0: Great. I found your Facebook page very interesting. That's why I contacted you guys. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing. Exactly. And also the Orion Effect. You have a podcast called The Orion Effect. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. Ah. Um, good point. And she found us on Facebook. Look out.
0: I know. A- <laughs> I You know, and and I, I looked and I was like, they sound really interesting. So I really need to talk to them. So <laughs> go ahead and tell us about your show, Kat and well, Howie. Yeah, no problem.
1: Um, actually, uh, it's a part of the Riff Radio podcast network. We're located on Blog Talk Radio. Um, myself and Kat, mm-hmm. their dear friend Kim, um, the Orion Effect podcast on Sunday nights from 9 to 11, mm-hmm. found on Blog, talk Radio, of course. Um, we talk about paranormal, supernatural, ufology, cryptoid. Mm-hmm. Anything else?
2: I mean, Film, anything supernatural related? Yeah, okay. definitely. Awesome. Yeah.
0: My question is for you guys, especially with cryptids. I'm really interested and fascinated in the cryptids. How how much do you hear about them especially being from Virginia?
1: Well, that's a good question. And the it's going to be a two-parter because Cats actually from New Hampshire. Mm. So, maybe we can get a little New hampshire going on there, too. Um,
2: I, I never really... I mean, there are cryptid teams up in New England, but um, we don't have anything famous like Mothman or anything.
0: Okay. You know,
1: where here in Virginia, you have the deer-headed man myth. Well, that's, you know, local myth. But, of course, big uh, Bigfoot... Is more aimed towards the Blue Ridge Mountains and the Shenandoah Valley. We mm-hmm. actually are attending the uh, Fort Defiant mm-hmm. Bigfoot Conference. And That'll be my
2: first Bigfoot Conference because I've never actually been to one.
1: Yeah, Interesting. I, this is going to be fun.
0: Wow. I can remember my um, grandparents were from New York State up near the Catskill Mountains about, oh, 45 minutes. So now we're from Lake Placid, mm-hmm. um, and they always talked about sightings of Bigfoot, especially yeah. my relatives that were Indian. They always they always talked about that stuff.
1: The Sasquatch.
0: Yes. The yeah. gorilla with a forked tongue.
1: Ooh. Yeah. They
0: <laughs> with a forked tongue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what my grandfather would call it. Huh. That's I've a, never heard that yeah, one. Before. That's yeah, that's an
1: interesting. Yeah, I've heard Skunk Ape, and I've heard uh, Swamp Ape,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Bigfoot, Wash, Grassman uh,
0: is another one I think.
1: Dango, mm-hmm. I think that's. I've never heard that one before. That's interesting. Chupacabra. <laughs> I
0: think, right. <laughs> I don't know if I want to run into a chupacabra. I might have a better chance with Bigfoot, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So, especially these days, since COVID has happened, what have a lot of people called in about out of curiosity? Have you had any particular one subject that people harp on on your show? Well,
1: when I first started The Orion Effect, um, it was actually the original, The Riff Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I went from one network and created this network on my own Um And in the midst of it, I was like, well, I better change the name because you can't have the Riff Radio show and the Riff Radio Network. So that's when I changed it to Orion Effect. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really aimed at giving the voice to the people, Uh, the people that are not heard, giving spotlight to paranormal teams and cryptid teams and those that you don't hear about because that's what I want. I wanted people to be heard, not just the people that are on TV and Mm -hmm. or that are – on radio, and it, nothing against those teams. It's just I wanted to put the spotlight on the people that are in the trenches.
2: Right. Although, with, the, with, with that being said, though, right. uh, since I've been on the show, I have noticed that it goes. There's like phases, mm-hmm. like when we when COVID first started, it was all about um, ghosts and hauntings and stuff like that, and whether or not it was having an effect because so many more people were stuck in their homes, paying mm-hmm. attention where they never used to be exactly right, and and then by by the end of it, though, I mean, recently it's all been UFO.
1: Yeah, we've gotten mm-hmm. this is this year is the first year we've actually gotten gotten hello here we go <laughs> now, gotten a lot of um, reception with doing ufology. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've never, and ironically, it's a spiritually, supernaturally based show. Um, or, you know, universal. But this year, it, we've had a lot of good responses with the ufology, and people want to hear about it. It's even helped us with our own paranormal theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Ufology become a big thing for us now. More and more ufologists and UFO believers, and um, people believe in alien abductions. Mm-hmm. Terry L-
2: also linked to what's being put on broadcast on TV on a mm-hmm. regular
1: basis
2: mm-hmm. is what people want to talk about.
0: So that's what they're going to call in and want to talk about or want to hear.
1: And that's the big news now.
0: Right. Wasn't because, there something on the news about UFOs recently?
1: Um, it, actually, yeah. With the Canadian uh, vice minister, mm-hmm. um, it, but Russia's admitted to it now. Um, Britain has come out and it's like we're the last children well even the Vatican
2: has now supported UFO
1: yeah absolutely the Vatican of all people and now here the CIA supposedly released uh, what thousands of documents and stuff like that but here we go this (laughs) is one of the and I've talked about is what's the purpose behind putting all the information out is it disinformation
0: Mm. it's a thought Exactly. And I find it really interesting. I've noticed, especially ever since I was a kid, uh, my mom was all into that stuff. Mm-hmm. It would go in spurts. There'd be a lot of sightings. And then for a while, there wouldn't be any. And then there'd be a lot of sightings. So I, I just find it really curious. Anytime there seems to be something of destruction, they seem to show up quite a bit more. Or they're talked about more.
2: Right.
1: No, I agree with you. Think about when the space shuttle blew up, the first one, you Mm -hmm. know, when Challenger, you know, then there was a massive amount of sightings after the Challenger explosion. Mm -hmm. Um, In conflicts, um, if you look back at Desert Storm, the amount of uh, UFO sightings and, you know, the speaking. So I totally agree with that is it does tend to seem that there's an upflex of sightings and experiences during crisis times and here we are yeah yeah you know, our, our world governments and confusion and yet here we go with all of it again
0: Hmm. i find that really mysterious and very obvious that that always happens <laughs> yeah exactly
2: <laughs> well you have to you have to wonder now i mean since the first crash, you'd have to wonder. You know that they have been building their own ships or, or trying to mm-hmm. build their own ship off of those ships. So now you have to wonder, after all these years—seventy years—you yeah. know, what is UFO and what is just not known to us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's American-made or human-made,
1: reverse-engineered, right? Yeah. yeah. So
2: looking at in the skies, that <laughs> actually UFO, you know, actually alien. Opposed to what we've we've got up there now. Mm-hmm. Never know the difference.
1: Mm-hmm. Solar storm or solar, uh, dang it, what's the name of that freaking thing again? Uh, <sighs> solar, uh, and I was thinking about it today. The, the DOD program. Uh, solar, oh, why is it eluding me?
0: It will <sighs> probably come to you like about three o'clock in the morning. Sit straight up like yeah. I do. Oh, told
2: <laughs> well, the co- the country that he want, he was working on a space force. How do they think they they were going to do that?
1: Yeah, I mean that's the other thing. Is he kind of released it because here we are? I'm going to dedicate space force. Well, you can't do a, have a space force until you have one. The
2: technology to build it. So them, right?
1: here you are. We're in that period. It's like you know. Sometimes you, it makes you wonder how stupid the government thinks we really are. Well, okay. Either that way
2: or (laughs) where Trump's ingenious way of of passing information to us. That he wasn't
1: supposed to. That's that's a very good possibility. Sure. The DOJ. I mean, they're all about misinformation. So.
0: And have you heard any more about the black, the black eyed children by any chance? Have you guys heard any information about that?
1: It's funny you bring that up. The reason I say that is because last week I was actually thinking about this. It's funny to me how suddenly it's gone quiet. Mm -hmm. In about a year and a half, nobody's really talked about the black-eyed children. However, different other subjects have come to the forefront, like paranormal spirits, like Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking about different other entities, like aliens. We were talking about how aliens have come to the forefront. Right. But black-eyed children are are suddenly kind of pushed aside again. It's 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 ironic when it's all plays into the same big picture.
0: That's interesting. What is your theory on that one?
1: Black-eyed children.
0: They scare me. The first time I heard of those,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: I think and I grew up with all this stuff, but that's something I had never heard of growing up. Uh-huh. Are the Black Eyed Children? I, no one ever talked about that. But when I first heard about the Black Eyed Children, I my like I had goosebumps. I was like, yeah. "That's scary."
1: <laughs> well, it depends on which theory you're talking about, which experience you're talking about, because there's several different theories, mm-hmm. and there's several documented different types of of interaction with these. "Quote unquote black-eyed children." Uh, majority of the time, it's a male and a female. Mm-hmm. You don't really hear it about two males or two females. It's usually a pair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I I dare talk about anything that I've never experienced before. Yeah, I researched it. I understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, get the understanding of the theories that some people believe it's demonic. Some people believe that they're alien. I've gotten to the point now where, what is demonic compared to alien? What are we perceiving in our world now that we're, we've missed, perceived? It, it's almost confusing. That's why, what I say when it comes to the paranormal field, we don't know half of what we thought we knew because everything's changing now or our mind is actually waking up and we're expanding to our own theories and understanding of what's out there in, a really, in the real world. There we go. Cats <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, speak, man. Uh, so, it, I, I don't know. My personal belief, um, I, I don't know they exist in the way we think they do.
0: That maybe they're interdimensional. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I often wondered yeah. something like that.
2: We haven't had a lot of co- we haven't had a lot of uh, callers that talked about that have talked about it. I think we've only yeah. had really one guest that got into black Eyed children.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and even her really doesn't talk about black Eyed children. Interesting. I mean, ask questions in the chat and uh, on the live feed, mm-hmm. but that was just questions. And that one show, it it really doesn't come up.
0: That surprises me. Yeah. Because for some reason lately, they keep coming up like when I talk to people. I have no idea why.
2: Oh, wow. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. I I, I didn't think about them because I heard about them about, what, four years ago? Right. And I only remembered them so vividly because it actually, like, gave me goosebumps And then, for about, oh, a month or so, once in a while it will come up in conversation. And I'm like, ew. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's something I don't want to come in contact with kids. (laughs) But, and here's the ironic part we talk about that, but look at the
1: craze that Slender Man created and somehow became an urban legend. And it was created from a, a video game. So. Here we go with doing the research and understanding what's out there. How does it play into our culture and sociology and mm-hmm. psychology? Sure. Man, you know, made it big on a movie, YouTube movie, and then kids took it and suddenly it got wrapped into the paranormal. And then, you know, suddenly everybody's like, oh, well, that's not even real. Surprise. Mm-hmm. But Where did the, the creator of the game get it from? Well, it came from the the, uh, the theory of the myth of Hatman. Uh-huh. That theory has been around, that myth, rather, unquote, has been around for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And there's actually very similar myths in Native American folklore, but it's a female and not a male. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this, it also makes you wonder... Again, we're getting into shadow people now. I feel it coming. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I wasn't, but now I'm going to go there. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I mean, that's another huge myth. It's a huge concept because it's been documented for thousands of years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even on on uh, cave walls, paintings of uh, of these shadow people, and even, even in Egyptian lore, mm-hmm. they're shadow people. So again, we're going back and looking at something that's similar but yet different.
0: Right. So, so out of how how many years have you guys been involved in this? Okay, when you say this, I've been actively the paranormal involved. in the normal community. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Twenty
1: twelve. Yeah, she's actually the recipient. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because I know you hate it. I gotta give you some props because it's right there. <laughs> Is an award-winning researcher in 2014 for her paranormal research.
0: Awesome, cat! I love it. Yeah, she's blessing. Uh huh. You deserve that's amazing. I think that's she's wonderful. Awesome. Absolutely. So, cat, uh, since you you've been researching that long, out of curiosity, what is your subject of? Interest throughout the paranormal. If there was one thing you could pick out that fascinates you, what would it be?
2: Ooh. That's a good question. I really enjoy doing the property research.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's probably my favorite part, um, and it doesn't matter what you're researching, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but researching the the land and the area and the, I mean. To try and figure out what these locations have in common, common threads that go through them, you know, mm-hmm. not to um, just the, the, the lives that you actually familiar si- familiarize yourself with that you never would have.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's like bringing the, the past to the present, and I really love doing that.
1: I'm going to teach That's your horn. I her horn a little bit. <laughs> she, is, she is so good at what she does. Uh-huh. That in terms of locations we have been to, she's actually found better and deeper information than the site's locations historian. Mm.
2: So that's
1: how. And, you know, and then the, they want to go, well, how did you get this information? <laughs> like, because she's, you know, damn good. <laughs> you
2: know? Um,
1: I'm just like a dog with a
0: bone. I want to know
1: everything. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's true. That's in everything it's awesome
0: yeah but people have to understand you have to understand the history before you can get to the problem correct absolutely absolutely
2: and the history has nothing to do with what's going on Mm -hmm. you know but look at like geological you have to look at um atmospheric you have Mm -hmm. to worry about you know man-made structures that you know
1: Antennas and
2: exactly and radio stations. So, I mean, there's yeah. like so many other things other than just the people that you really need to familiarize yourself with before you can figure out what's going on,
1: right? You know, like train tracks, what's what train
0: tracks, you know, what rescue squads or swamp gas,
2: that kind know. of stuff. All of it is important.
0: Yep. You guys are going to love Fort Wayne if you ever come here. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh railroad tracks swamp land limestone
2: oh gosh there you go and the
0: three rivers and major wars this would be like you guys would like this location quite a bit
2: (laughs) absolutely i would love just doing the research on it and finding out about it. Mm -hmm. it they
0: do have a really really cool history here um like i said i'm from dayton originally they do have a lot of very unique history here that you would probably absolutely enjoy. You'd love yeah, it. Definitely. We still have even downtown there's a fort that's still standing. And I believe we have Indian mounds and all kinds of things here. That I'm I don't even know about where they're located <laughs> yet. So
2: Oh wow. What's your favorite part of the paranormal?
0: Who, Mine? Me, or his Howie, <laughs> there's three of us who what where what am i doing yeah howie what is your favorite part
1: oh, come on i think we all know this it's the, the theories and creating and understanding the physics and the science part of it
2: so he he enjoys bringing spirit and science together i
1: really do oh yeah there's a huge connection between spirituality and and supernatural and the paranormal and science i really do there's a connection that there's a key and there's a key Mm -hmm. that's missing i'm looking for that key i know i'm gonna find it because it it is there it's just it's like looking for that that perfect diamond Mm -hmm. and so in that part i love and Understanding how equipment works and creating and building new equipment, going ah, see nobody's done this, nobody's done that. What are we missing? Like, are mm-hmm. IR hurting the spirits? Um, do, does the equipment that we use now actually affecting them in a negative mm-hmm. way, not a positive? This is the way I think. I'm like, what? What are we doing wrong? We're doing something's wrong. Mm-hmm. We're, we're missing. So that's. That's that's my favorite part of it. Where where it and, and that and that actually plays into um, ufology and aliens in the paranormal too. Mm-hmm. This whole year, whole new door for me. So now I'm going. Ooh, more science. Ooh, quantum. 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 <laughs> 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 How about you? How your
0: favorite
2: part of the paranormal, Dee
0: Yeah. Oh, I like I like talking to people about it. Especially interviewing people that have been in the field For a while That fascinates me People's opinion on it I grew up in it um, So basically I was told as a child There is no paranormal or supernatural It's part of life
1: uh, Yes right. I know that terminology well Dad well, used to say but, that all the time Yeah,
2: It's basically the definition It's just something science hasn't caught up with yet Exactly yeah.
1: it, really, that's, that's what dad got me involved and and what you just said is, is what is is the deep rooting of my thought process. Mm-hmm. You know, my involved with my mother. Okay, maybe that's where it is—the science and the religion. Oh, I never thought about it till you just said that. Because my father was into the science part, and my my mother's side of the family was very spiritual. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's hey, you go, woman.
0: Yeah, yeah. my mom. <laughs> My mom was adamant about that. I can remember when we were thirteen, she took us to Edgar Casey's foundation in Virginia. Oh R. I'm still waiting to go there. Yeah, <laughs> then in Virginia P- yep. I am I am an active member. Yep, she loved oh she loved Ed, Casey. I still have some of her books. She passed away in twenty nineteen. But that that was one of her favorite subjects. She loved UFOs, of course, and she loved Edgar Casey. She loved all that stuff.
1: If you like Edgar Casey, you need to do some research into Harry Houdini.
2: Oh There's yeah, stuff. yeah. There's, he was a great debunker.
1: Oh, he was incredible, and he he was a great if you want to call a paralogist mm-hmm. because he was really good at you know what he did.
2: Well, he really believed he could he could contact his mother and wanted to find a way to do it. Yep. And along the way, boy, did he find some
1: He found some
0: charlatans.
1: Yeah, well good word, yeah. Yeah, that's,
0: especially that's back one. then, that was so huge. Ah! Fiz gig
1: Conan Doyle. That man was the him and his wife were the were the center point of Harry Houdini's I'm coming after you.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they start which is ironic. It's amazing. That time period and all the spiritualism and stuff like that is a very fascinating part of paranormal history, I always thought.
1: Now, Mm Didi, since you've heard, you you know, your mother talked about it, I can tell you if there's one place that you need to travel to and you want to see, it is the next to the Rhine Institute in um, Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm Mm-hmm. Eger EKC Institute has the largest paranormal supernatural library mm-hmm. on the. It's amazing what's there. Wow, and that's that's just not the, you know, the spiritual side of it. That's that's just one whole floor dedicated, one floor filled paranormal super. It's awesome.
0: That is, that is cool. I so want to go back there at some point as an adult. I'd love to see that.
1: I, I would encourage it. I would.
0: So you and Cat, I'm sure you two have favorite paranormal experiences that you've experienced together. Can you tell our audience about some of those experiences?
1: Experience together, it would have to be Selma. What'd you say? Oh, you're looking I'm at your dad yeah. I know. I see it <laughs>
0: She's going, file,
1: file. (laughs) You know, I'm going to have to say it was that time at Selma Mansion in Norstown, Pennsylvania, where uh, you and Kim and me and the rest of them were down in the basement. And y'all, we had that. I was separated from the group and those interactions that we had there.
2: Yeah, that was it was pretty cool. We got a lot in the basement at Selma mm-hmm. and we got a lot of reactions to us talking to him, which was really cool. And we actually got straight out answers of the questions we were asking, which was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, because that's we actually were able to stay overnight in Selma Mansion. Um, just us three. Mm-hmm.
2: But
0: I mean, Albans.
2: No, that's true.
1: That's that's true.
2: For people
0: that don't know what mansion is that, can you tell us a little bit about the history of that mansion and whereabouts in Pennsylvania that it is?
1: Ooh, Selma. She's asking about Selma.
0: I know.
2: It's in Norristown, Pennsylvania.
1: Okay.
2: Right. Yeah, it's got a pretty rich history. Um, It it links back to, like, Abraham Lincoln's wife.
0: Oh, Interesting. Um,
2: yeah, it and the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, it it's to all of it. It's 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 huge.
1: Wasn't that the fact that, or did? Because I was thinking about this today. Um, I, I I don't remember the name, so bear with me. I'm not going to try to say it because I'm going to screw it all up. But remember about the the gentleman who um, not Nance, but the one prior. Uh, actually was involved in creating the Marine Corps?
2: No, no, no. no, no. Yeah. Not involved in creating the Marine Corps. He was part of the... What is it called? Merchant Marines. Merchant Marines, oh. which mm-hmm. is not to do with the Marine Corps. All right. It's a completely separate thing. So, you
1: have uh, three families... That have gone through Revolutionary Civil War Um And lived there all the way up through the 80s
0: Until
1: mm-hmm. Finally started to um,
2: mis- Mrs. Fornance The last of the Fornance family Um She was 92 and she just couldn't Take the, the property anymore Gotcha And it was in such disrespect, Disrepair the town didn't even want it
0: Oh. That's kind of sad with all that history in that building.
2: Yeah. So a group of uh, people got together and created a... Uh, um,
1: Norristown Preservation Society.
2: Oh, correct. And started to preserve. And, and actually, they're actually fixing it up, which is pretty pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Bill Freeman, Dee, McElena. Awesome. Um, yeah. Very good people up there. Really great people uh, that uh, actually helped
2: keep it going. But at St. Albans, um, one of our newer team members was actually touched, and this was the first time on camera that you actually saw a missed form. An entity, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. That was there.
1: Yeah, I've never so, seen it ever on a camera.
2: Right, and all the people that have told me they've been touched, I've never <laughs> seen evidence that something else was there, and this was the first time, and I think that was pretty amazing.
1: That really Yeah. Wow. I mean, i so long. I've never seen it. Babe, uh, we saw it that night, and when we saw it on
0: their camera, yeah, screen,
2: and it didn't even get picked up on any of the cameras we set up. It was kept picked up on their security cameras.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness! We
2: were, yeah, so that we, was pretty lucky. It we was pretty cool.
1: Mystic Mountain, or mist? Uh, yeah, Mountain Soul Paranormal.
0: Hmm. That was. So, do you guys was, team up with the other groups in the area also? Yeah. Well,
2: absolutely. I think yeah. that that's important because you don't know everything and they uh. don't know everything. And if you get together with other teams, you get to see how they investigate, what tools they use to do it, mm-hmm. what they're successful with opposed to what you're successful with. And you may learn better ways. Right.
0: Exactly. Interesting.
1: You talk about people like Melissa Leaper and Scott Gearhart and um, Shelley Sprouls. Uh, Ryan C. Jones at 360 Cabin, James Um Wow. This so, is a lot of people. You know, uh, Carly Hall and, and Jack Kenna, um, Mark Kyes Just these people that have actually, you know, been right there and we've been in that trench with them, mm-hmm. literally in, done research with them. And it's just, it's, it, it's exciting, and it's encouraging because again, you get to hear different sides, like Marki's.
2: I think if control. we shared more information and stop making it so competitive with each other, we would get so much further.
0: Hell yes. Yeah, I have to agree that that's a that's an awesome thing because, like you said, if you share more information, more knowledge you receive. You know, you can't beat that. No. Especially with something that's, I always felt was there, but you couldn't really grasp it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I think that's why people really love this stuff. I just have a weird feeling that it's actually there. We just don't know how to perceive it. The key, exactly. Well,
2: the problem is, is there's so there's so much fraud going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they want to be. You know, and there's so much fraud going on that no matter what evidence you put out there anymore, nobody's gonna believe it. The better the evidence, the more fake everybody seems to think it is.
1: Yeah, that's right. a good point. And the people who say that are people like ghost hunters that don't aren't even in depth in the research. That's the sad part. Right. They they they're looking for agitation or for something to get a response so they can get noticed. It's ridiculous.
0: And the bad thing about that is, be careful what you ask for, because you might get it. I've yeah. gotten it. I've gotten it. <laughs>
2: well, that's something pulls- my
0: mom always said. You don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to do that.
2: <laughs> no, negativity pulls negativity, and that's you're going to end up. Karma's going to bite you in the ass.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other thing, feel about this, I always felt, in a sense that. When you're in spirit, you just don't have a skin suit on. Right. So when mm-hmm. you're harassing somebody to the point that they're aggravated, you're harassing an actual they are going to react like that.
1: Uh, it, Absolutely. It could be a human being. Exactly. Well, uh, that's true, too. <laughs> Here's where that multiple uh, theory plays into it, because we don't know what's out there everybody wants to click, you okay ask a group of people they say the comment goes well we know it's paranormal how do you know it's paranormal oh because the emf reader uh oh, oh, because it says it uh, where, where did you come to understand that an emf reader tells you if it's paranormal where did you get where did you get the idea of thinking that you know, this premise is exactly what it is. Oh, we know that this is a door, but how do you know? Did you see it? You know, tell me. Mm-hmm. What, do your research. Did you? Did you go out there and and look through pictures and endless pictures to confirm what you're seeing on film, comparatively to what's in a log? Mm-hmm. Have you majority of these people that are out there doing this? are they don't do the proper research so they're talking out their rear end that's the sad part so when it comes to spirits and and the paranormal and knowing we don't know Mm -hmm. we don't know is it could be an alien spirit it could be a dimensional it could be celestial it could be human it could be elemental elemental Mm -hmm. there is no such thing as an expert in this field there is no such thing
2: we don't have enough answers or, right. you know, most common of questions. We just don't have enough answers yet. No. And if we would bring all of our resources together, we could probably find out something. If but, we
1: could set our damn egos aside. Right.
2: Everybody thinks they already know. And because they think they already know, they're pulling it towards this direction. And we're no longer looking for the real answer. Now we're just looking for what we're looking for. Exactly.
0: Right. I have to agree with you on... Because you'd think a, a gathering of people wanting to do research and wanting answers, there would be no chaos Precon- <laughs> you
2: know preconceptions or, or arguing about theories. every theory mm-hmm. would have until it doesn't.
1: But so if you go to a paranormal convention of sort, mm-hmm. there's so many there that are going against each other. Because, like, well, that's not right, because I'm I'm a demonologist, and that's not what it says. And then an appara- I'm a parapsychologist, that's not what it says, and blah, blah, blah. Well, why don't you, instead of going against, why don't you bring your information together and see what your actual evidence is showing you?
2: Right, because everybody mm-hmm. just has a piece to this large puzzle. Yeah. And unless we work together, the pieces will never go together
0: right. Right. Wow and there's so like you said there's so much out there how can you how can anyone know anything
1: right exactly i mean if you take just for an instance if you take yourself in a spiritual form and put it on a different completely planet that has a life form how are you going to act you're going to act like a child you don't know the you don't know the language you don't know how to act you're going to throw a temper tantrum what if an alien life form its spirit was here on our planet. How's it going to act? It doesn't know anything. It's scared. It's going to mm-hmm. throw a 10 year old. Could that be what we consider a poltergeist? We don't know. All right.
2: Well, I mean, even with personal experiences, you know, every personal experience is different. Mm-hmm. So are about the same entity, are they dealing with the same kind of entity or is this completely different in different things that we just don't know about yet. Yep. So even when you have a personal experiment experience, that doesn't mean you know everything.
0: <laughs> All right, exactly. You just, that's
2: circumstance. That's that, not everybody else's circumstance.
1: That's a contained situation, exactly. Contained to you.
0: And I often wonder, too, I, I've known people to say things feel differently, um, especially when I had talked to mediums and stuff like that. They'll say one thing feels completely different than energy-wise. Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: Frequency and energy. Yeah.
0: So when you it, talked it, about an element on alien or a dimensional being, I would assume mm-hmm. they would feel very different.
1: Very different. Right. It's very different. Uh, and again, we're talking what what is the ability of the individual that you're referring to? Um, mm-hmm. Are, are energy? Do they read? You know? Are they picking up? You know? ESP is a future present. But past? how do
2: they understand the energy they're reading?
1: Exactly. How I do mean, they if know? they can
2: just read energy and know that okay, this is a different energy than I've ever experienced before. Exactly. But you can't really put a name to that. You cannot right? put
1: a name. You can only say I'm familiar with this energy. I know that something something is here that I have dealt with in the past. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I'm not going to say, oh, I know it's a demon. I, I'm not mm-hmm. a demon, but I, I'm a paralogian. I put my hand in everything. So I'm going, okay, do I mess with energy? Yeah, I feel with the energy. We're, we're you know, into the science part and into the paranormal side. You know, that's where the spiritual – and that's where Kim comes in because Kim is an empath. So she can – we all kind of play a piece of the puzzle when we're healed. the field.
0: Ah, uh, so you work with an empath, mm-hmm. a historian,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you do the science end of it, Howie?
1: Well, I, I don't think any of us do one end of anything. We all,
2: well, kind of the science part, I would say. Yeah, more equipment Yeah, than science. The
1: <laughs> science equipment, because we all come together and talk about it every time, uh, but the development part, yeah, that's. that would say developmental is on my side of it. Gotcha. I'm a tinkerer. I like to build stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, us women need to. Let me tell you. <laughs> There's just stuff I don't understand. I know how to cook, and I know how to do certain things, and I'll leave the other stuff up to anyone else wants to do technical stuff. I am not a technical gal. <laughs> press play and that's it <laughs> oh no no at cat and Kim
1: they will google they will read they will research that piece of equipment to no end you too give them props when we go out to the field they know what that piece of equipment does so I'm really proud of them on that side um, maybe oh, I don't know it's it's span for me so I can't say that you know
0: yeah uh, Maybe I guess it is the science side, I guess. Now have this... have you guys helped individuals like homeowners before and things like that? With oh, home? Absolutely.
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um we yeah. actually had a case and it was really weird. Um they really it wasn't something that was scaring them, it was just something that they saw a few times around their son and they were what was going on in their house so we went over to just do an interview um and as we were talking I just left a program going to see you know I don't know I don't know why I did I just did and we were just we were talking and stuff oh, and man. the program that I had coming up had words just spitting out and it was it was all baseball related and it's like baseball cards baseball player <laughs> And it was all baseball related and then it would be like um garage which i thought was just a random word and then it said um on the floor upstairs yeah yeah and and i was just and she just she was talking and and i, I had to stop her because these words seemed all related with a couple of random words in it so i asked her you know <laughs> if there was about baseball cards or somebody that was really into baseball and she said her son was really into baseball and that a friend of the families that had passed away
1: played for the richmond braves and oh,
2: had a picture of him um with these baseball cards that, she, that he had given to her son which was out in the garage and i said well do you know where these baseball cards are now and and she said, Well, they're upstairs somewhere. I said, It's wow. possible that they're on the floor. And she goes, Well, it's possible because it's just like a, a storage room. Yep. Wow. I was, and she's, you know, and she said, Well, those, you know, and I said, Well, did they have any importance? She goes, Well, they were very important to the friend of the family. I mean, he played in them. Um, he had a picture of him with his father,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: cards. It, you know, it was, it was pretty I think important. because the
1: father played for the Richmond Braves too
2: so yeah. at that point i was like well you might want to get your son out of the garage and in here to join us um and then we the the friend of the family and and told him about the cards well he went up he got the cards and he put them in a respectable area um, and they haven't had anything happen since
0: yep exactly. Huh. sounds like somebody just wanted to be noticed
2: just remembered and respected yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's
1: that's the other thing is about the the integrity in the field. We we have to uh, of where we are, when what we do, and how we do it, mm-hmm. and that's affecting the other side, the the spiritual side.
2: And you know, this program was not a; it was not a, a you know, a, a some three hundred dollar piece of equipment. It was just yeah. this free program that I left running because if they want to communicate with you. They will communicate however they can.
1: Yep.
2: So wow. you just give them the opportunity. And if they want to say it, they'll say it. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be able to listen. Yeah, I'm
1: surprised that that alphabetical um, uh, child toy that we got still hasn't been hit on yet. I'm waiting for it. I, I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm
0: waiting.
2: <laughs>
1: and an uh, alphabet in it. So it's no different. A witch board uh, or a Ouija board, if you will. It's basically. Yeah, it's an electronic Ouija board.
2: It's yeah. one of those little toddler letter pads.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Howie, See, what is your favorite piece of equipment that you own when you're doing oh, research?
1: Uh, well, okay. Um, I developed a, a system called. Moses, which is M- surveillance equipment system, um, and it was designed to have everything on it. It had a parabolic dish. Um, I, your IE, you had. Uh, I had uh, the microns digital, all trapped into one unit. And it would be my whole intent was to make it an unmanned investigator because I wanted to see the effects of taking the human aspect out of it Mm -hmm. that that was my favorite piece of equipment to use uh, but i'm working on an amp rod right now so i I really think that's gonna be that's that's my big thing because i think we're looking at different i'm looking in a different direction than everybody else has so everybody's looking at frequency everybody's looking at um you know, electromagnetic forces and I'm getting away from that. I wanna i I'm looking at amps. Oh. It could that that helps us or, or defines what we're dealing with. Uh, I had a piece of equipment called the cat's eye
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh actually gave me this whole new lead of what I'm working on. So yeah, that's
2: you that's know, I I'm- used to say my favorite piece of equipment was my recorder, but that isn't really always the case. It depends on the it's, investigation.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And it's a they choose to communicate through because at that point of the communication, that's my
0: favorite piece of equipment.
1: Well, now you got your new goggles Excited by using those.
0: Ha <laughs> What are you talking well, What's new goggles? Gar-
2: <laughs> I got some night vision binoculars. Fun. And they, they can take pictures and they can take video with audio. Mm-hmm. With audio. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they are yeah, yeah. they just have a they have a, a much better range than most night cameras. Right. So they're really great for outdoors.
1: And the, the positive part about this, it's mobile, where our IR system has standard solid cameras. And, you know, you can go mobile with this and, you know, right. we can actually-
2: carry it around on my, my neck until I need to use them.
0: Exactly. Which
2: is it's pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. And are the- they really large or are they small, Kat?
2: Um, they're standard size. I would say. I mean, they're not heavy at all.
0: Yeah, okay. you no, know, they're relatively light for
1: it's for what it does. Yeah, right. I was actually impressed.
0: That's <laughs> that's kind of cool. I want a pair <laughs> just so I could go walking with them.
2: Yeah, that's well, what I wanted.
0: To do.
2: <laughs> it's really cool for like everything. I mean, if you like to sit outside at night, I mm-hmm. mean, you um. Most people don't
0: see the bats that are flying over their heads every night. You only use these. You'll be able to see them clear as day. Uh, see, now I would love that. I have an affinity for flying creatures, period. That's why I own two birds. So bats, doesn't matter. If it flies, I love it.
2: Bored them. You could take
0: pictures of them. <laughs> yeah, you guys will go my Facebook and you'll be like, she's got one of those. I wonder how many more bat <clears throat> pictures we're going to get. He's going to stalk us now. <laughs> <laughs> never. I never. Uh, well- <laughs> Just out of curiosity, what what brought you to want to do this kind of investigation um, for both of the-
2: I think it's always been intriguing to me um, when I was a kid. And and I'm talking like nine years old. I used to take my little brothers and sisters through the big barns and telling them it was haunted, and we were going, we were going on ghost hunts. Mm-hmm. And that's before hunters or any of that stuff. I think I watched the movie Poltergeist. Ah.
1: Uh,
2: by the 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 investigators.
1: Mom was vanishing. The TV show vanishing. Yeah.
2: But ever since then I was just I was just intrigued by the whole concept
0: <laughs> gotcha that's cool how about you Owie? what got you into this my mom and dad
1: oh. uh, my father was air force intelligence officer um, and my mother actually worked for the bell company mm-hmm. uh, but it, uh, my mother my mother's side had the ESP and the clairvoyance uh, my father uh, Was a crypto or crypt? crypt, Come on, (laughs) cryptologist. Ah. God, walk, get that out. Yeah, he used to be a code breaker. Uh Uh, So when I was younger, uh, he was into the paranormal big time, and he influenced my brother and and myself to really look at the bigger picture. And uh, my brother had a lot of experiences, especially in Gettysburg, that I never had. And I was always jealous of him. Cause was like, why do you get to see this and I don't? What are you seeing? Like uh, one time we were in Georgia, a student out in Georgia at my uncle's house. And uh, my brother had experience uh, by seeing a, a soldier walk through the room and um, our great aunt rocking in the chair. I never saw any of this. I'm like, it's mm. not fair. Um, in Gettysburg, he saw um, a cut in the time continuum and it intrigued him and my dad saw it nobody else saw it i'm like it's not fair why don't (sighs) i get to um where i actually had my first experience of actually seeing an entity was when i was about 12 we were actually all just doing the kid stuff in the woods and uh we were walking through a path and uh, a man had passed us and we saw a tent up the uh the pathway up to the right mm-hmm. and he didn't say anything to us as they passed just walked on past us we're like whatever you know we're camouflage, the whole nine you know doing the, the teen stuff come to find out later uh probably a couple of days later that that gentleman had committed suicide like two days earlier oh. so that was my first technical paranormal experience of seeing an, a, an entity in a full full body and that that just kept me going I I've Mm -hmm. I've always do the paranormal supernatural all my life so I can't I I started three groups because of this passion that I have Mm -hmm. Uh, now we we are a smaller group we don't do what you know we used to like advertise and put ourselves out there in social media but i um, pretty proud of the groups I've been with and the people uh, I've been in, involved with and it's just been a really fun ride I've had some great adventures and I've had some bad times <laughs> so it yeah that, that's because it was my parents
0: that's really cool that's very interesting you both come from a little different background in it um how did you two meet out of curiosity you was it the paranormal that brought you together?
2: Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Because we, we, it was basically through. Do you think it was paranormal? It had to have been. Do You think? Because I was in a bunch of paranormal groups, and I have a bunch of paranormal stuff, but that was up in New Hampshire, and Howie's down. Somehow, they ended up entwining, and we ended up becoming friends on Facebook.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. And then we didn't even.
2: Oh, for the first year <laughs> we were even friends
1: on Facebook yeah we didn't even acknowledge till. I have to admit till one day she changed her profile picture I'm like who is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that set me aflame I was like you know, all- <laughs> and that you know but we didn't even talk about the paranormal together that's the weird part yeah we did it- yeah before we really started talking,
2: yeah, remember you had me listening to your show? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that's what we're talking about it first was just paranormal stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true. Once we first, yeah, we've been on each other's friends list for two years, and didn't even acknowledge until a post that she posted on my. She responded to a post because he was on.
2: going through a hard time.
1: I uh, basically Aww, did
2: have to go there. <laughs> so I basically tried to give him some encouragement. Yeah, you absolutely. know, like you do when you're going through a wall yeah. and you hard time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes kind words turn into something really magical. You just never know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's mysterious ways. It does. So what is some of the projects you guys are working on right now?
2: Well, tomorrow night we have an investigation at an antique shop that has had mm. problems past location. Mm-hmm. So since it's an antique shop, we're guessing it's probably something they're bringing with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that'll be pretty interesting to see if we can get any any hits on anything particular.
0: Uh, are you guys going to post
2: this?
1: Actually, we are going to post it. We're going to talk about the reveal on our podcast Sunday night at nine.
0: Okay, and tell the audience again where they can hear your podcast, guys.
1: Um, they can go to Blog Talk Radio, The Orion Effect, mm-hmm. um, the Riff Radio podcast network, or they can find us on Facebook because we do live. Yep, we do well. Um, that would be right off of the Orion Effect fan page itself, uh, hard to find, um, or they can go to the Riff Radio fan page, and we'll be live off that as well, so they can see it there and catch all of our archives, because all of our shows are archived for the last five years.
0: Awesome. And I will also post it on my Facebook page, by I are so any of my friends want to see this, you can go on my page, and then you can go on Howie and Cat's page, and you can mm-hmm. find out more information about you guys and some of the awesome work you've been working on.
1: Yeah, because we also have a series that hopefully now that COVID's coming down, that when uh, when we got together, uh, we created the well, we started. Let me say that because COVID and it got nailed. Uh, we do a paranormal journey mm-hmm. where we go to historic paranormal or interesting sites and we have authors that we deal with um like susan schwartz and uh, Pam, uh that we we spotlight there's some of their stories in their books and we actually talk about it kat does a little bit of the research and then now uh, look at the paranormal. so that's a fun series too we're actually going to turn that over to youtube hopefully this year or next year so we'll document that as well
0: that sounds like a lot of fun. I can't wait. It's fun
1: because I get to travel with Cat. We get to do our personal thing. <laughs> wow. I, I love, I love traveling with her.
0: That's very important, and I think you guys will have a great time together. And I'm looking forward to seeing those shows. So you have to keep me informed.
1: Oh, we'll do absolutely. Do
0: not forget about DD Moonflyer because when you guys <laughs> start this, I want to interview you guys again so we can promote it.
1: Oh well, definitely. Don't worry. Well, we'll hook you up.
0: Great. Yeah, get that. <laughs> <laughs> I love stuff like that. And you guys, it's been such a pleasure talking to with you guys for the past hour. I've just had a great time with you guys, and I look forward to meeting you guys at some point.
2: Absolutely. Oh, and thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, You're we're
0: welcome. really, you know, asking
1: us to be a part of this. It's we don't get a chance to do much of the interviews. We do the interviewing, mm-hmm. so to get freely and just talk with people which is what we like that 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 adds to our essence
0: yeah I'm, well, I definitely would love to have you guys on in a couple months so we can talk more about your projects and more about some of the experiences you've had oh absolutely very that would be great well you guys have a wonderful weekend together hearing from you again and thank you for coming on twilight tonic and please everybody subscribe on itunes or spotify hit that button please everybody have a great evening thank you so much thank you thank you good night